Hey there, friend. We're so glad you could join us. Here we like to highlight the best of humanity while offering a dose of positivity to hopefully brighten your day. But more importantly, we want you to know whatever you're going through, whatever you're feeling, you're not alone. We're here to stand with you. I'm Chuck Rendon. And I'm Amy Nalawai. And this is A World of Hopes. Well, Chuck, how you doing? I am doing pretty good. I got to say, you know, the weather is starting to cool down a bit here. So I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. Oh, I'm, I'm jealous about that. I wish I could say the same for down here in Southern California, but um, the days have still been pretty warm. And uh, I must say it has led to a, a bit of a problem for me. Uh oh. There's just not enough popsicles and ice cream. Like, I want to have them for every meal because it gets too hot to want to eat. Ah, uh, yeah, the old popsicle diet. Yeah. I know. But uh, I, I uh, did discover that September 22nd is National Ice Cream Cone Day. And I feel like this is a holiday that oh. I can get behind. Yes. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking to find plenty of ice cream cones under the tree this year. <laughs> So I'm just curious if you were going to create like the ultimate best ice cream cone ever. And I'm talking, you can get creative with the cone, the flavors of ice cream. You could even add toppings if you want to. What would the ultimate ice cream cone be for you? If you could create anything, what would it be? Okay, well, in this uh, in this magical world, I'm going to assume that I can make any flavor I want vegan and any ice cream sure. cone I want vegan yeah, as well. So exactly with that disclaimer, well, the cone would have to be waffle cone. It has to be waffle cone for me. I, I love a good waffle cone. And as far as the flavors inside, now see that's that's where things get interesting because there are so many good flavors to choose from. I'm traditionally like a vanilla guy, which I, that probably says something about me, but <laughs> I feel like my perfect cone, like there's too much pressure. I can't put vanilla in it. I, like there's way too many flavors to choose from. I mean, you could put vanilla in I it. Could, it could be one of your flavors. You could have that, as many scoops as you want on this yeah, cone, dude. Like get that's, creative. That's true. That's okay, true. So. Okay. Well, the one flavor in, you know, on this perfect cone, I don't know how well all of these flavors might go together, but off the top of my head. The one flavor I have to have because it's so nostalgic for me because I used to have this flavor with my grandpa all the time. I have to have a good black cherry flavored ice cream. Uh, that was his favorite flavor. And because of that, it was like one of my favorite as well. We used to like every Monday night, we would sit around and watch TV with our black cherry ice cream. So hmm. nice. that would have to be in there for okay. sure. And then I've also always been a huge fan of mint chocolate chip. Mm. So that would go in there. And again, like I said, I don't know how well those <laughs> two flavors go together, but this is my magic cone. So, I, you know, I don't care. It's going to have there all my go. favorite flavors. It works. Yeah. So next, I, I guess I probably would have to uh, throw in probably like a cookie dough type of some sort because, mm. uh, yeah, just regular cookie dough, I think, would do it for me. So good. <laughs> <laughs> cookie dough is just dangerous, right? It's just dangerous. Yeah. 
uh, because it's so good. And of course, it's going to be on my magic, amazing waffle cone. And then I will top it with a vanilla because why not? <laughs> and strategically so, because the vanilla, I can put my hot fudge on top with, uh, you know, some sprinkled to some like peanuts or walnuts or something like that. Okay. And a couple little cherries. And I am in ice cream heaven. I think that would be my perfect cone. Nice. Sounds <laughs> it's good. A, it's a variety of flavors going on there. I mean, but, uh, it's hey. it's an ice cream smorgasbord. It works. It's, uh, it's a little me bit of this and a little bit of that. Cone, so, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. That's my pick. How about you? I'm uh, very curious to hear what you have. Well, um, I think I I would also have to go with a waffle cone. I feel like that's standard. You you got it, right? You got it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, I am not ashamed to say that my first and most favorite flavor of ice cream is vanilla. Okay. Hey, there you go. All right. I don't feel as bad now. No, no. I think it's, I mean, if you (laughs) can find. It does go with everything. So that has that going for it. Like if you can find a really good vanilla bean ice cream and throw some like yes. caramel sauce or even like hot fudge or, you know, you whatever you're feeling, butterscotch one, you know, whatever you're feeling, the flavor, like you can throw it on top and it works with vanilla. So that's true. It's a great foundation. So yep. here's what I would do. I would take the waffle cone and I would rim the top of the waffle cone with peanut butter Oh, you're already getting fancy. Okay. I'm getting nice. fancy. You would rim it with peanut butter and then dip it in chocolate, like the hardening chocolate, okay. so that it's peanut butter with chocolate on the outside. And then I would do the scoop of vanilla first so that I would have that last with the peanut butter chocolate cone. Okay. Okay. You're getting strategic. I like it. <laughs> I'm being strategic here. <laughs> then the next flavor, uh, the middle scoop would definitely be chocolate chip cookie dough for sure. Nice. And then I might do a layer. Yeah, I might do a layer of like chocolate magic shell or turtle magic shell uh, on top of Mm. that and then put a scoop. Good old magic shell. I mean, that stuff is, it's magic. (laughs) And then I think I would put a scoop of cookies and cream on top. Uh, Maybe. And uh, maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm going with. Um, (laughs) I like it. Cookies and cream yeah. is a good one. It's a good choice. Yeah, I think. And, you know, I, I go back and forth between like the chocolate peanut buttery flavors. So like that's the ideal, like if I'm wanting something savory but sweet, do the chocolate and the peanut butter combo, the salty sweet thing. Never go wrong with that. Might even sprinkle some peanuts on top. But then if it's like a really hot day, really, really hot and like, that's just not feeling great. I'll tend to go with more of the tropically flavors. And that's where I would probably do something with like uh, more of the sorbet direction and do like all of the tropical flavors of sorbet. Or even like I remember uh, on a really hot night at Disneyland, my favorite thing to do was get a waffle cone of rainbow sherbet. That would hit the spot every time. <laughs> that, that does sound refreshing, yeah. Yes, like rainbow sherbet and maybe like a scoop of a mango sorbet or a pineapple sorbet mm. or some sort of, you know, tropically passion fruity, I don't know. Yeah, definitely love those flavors. Combo, yeah. yeah something stuff. like that would be really, really good. But I think I'll stick with my original for the ultimate ice cream cone for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you've given this no thought whatsoever. So, none, yeah. none, none, none. <laughs> Uh, that's definitely 
good, good stuff. And it's made me crave some ice cream. So. <laughs> I mean, that's what warm days do. They make me crave. I mean, it's just, you know how it gets too hot. You don't want to, you don't want to cook anything because that just makes the house even hotter. Sometimes it's so hot that like just eating hot food sounds gross. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, no, I, I definitely feel you. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I, I could have ice cream for dinner, right? Right? <laughs> hey, no one's judging you. <laughs> That's the joy of being an adult. You can have ice cream for dinner if you want. There you to. go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you two kids, just wait till you get older, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, life is your oyster. Do it, it with sure it as you go. All right. Well, let's say we transition into a little hope. And uh, I think you have a pretty uh, wacky and fun story for us this week. Uh, I had some fun looking over it. So (laughs) it's definitely something sort of silly. But you know what? Silly is good for the soul. Smiling and laughter. It's a good thing. So Uh, there's definitely a lot of hope and laughing and smiling for sure. Yeah. So I I found out that there is uh, this photo competition, the Comedy Wildlife Photography Awards that happen. I I love this. You know, you see these you see these pictures and these memes and things that people make, and sometimes you're like, okay, someone like photoshopped that, or you know, did their magic and like they made that. <laughs> Right. But right. yeah, because some of them are just too good. So, right? Yeah. <laughs> but this photo competition is like, it's legit photographs that people have taken where they just got really lucky with their timing and captured these moments that are absolutely hilarious and entertaining. Like, I was laughing so hard when I looked through oh, this year's amazing. gallery of winners and finalists. Like you will, you will, you will laugh and you will want to share them with your friends because some of them, I feel like they totally could be pictures on the, uh, what do you mean game? Have you ever played that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. For sure. They're, well, I, and I'm sure some of these will definitely be future memes for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> They're just too good not to be. Yeah. Yes. These images cover all kinds of different animals from crazy raccoons to funny looking birds and squirrels and bugs and oh my just gosh any any animal insect you can think of all, yeah, it's all so these great. different just funny funny things so apparently this competition received over seven thousand entries from across the globe you know then they choose who the winners are they they basically whittle it down to um the finalists and then pick their you know who their top ones are which talk about kind of a hard job honestly because so So many many. are so hilarious how do you really choose like how do you whittle them down like i it it, yeah it would be hard for sure very hard yeah so good news network actually picked their favorites the first choice they picked was this uh brown bear who's just like chilling hanging out he looks like he's modeling uh, as Kate Winslet on the Titanic. That's what I was going to say. It, it's, it, he, it's like the bear fits in with that whole paint me like one of your French girl yes. memes. Like, that's the pose. It's so yes, great. Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I love it. And uh, there's this really 
interesting looking fish that has extremely pouty lips. Like it looks like he's had one too many lip injections and lip fillers done. Yeah, a little too much collagen there, my friend. A little too much. That's so funny. And then I cannot stop laughing every time I see um, this picture. It's uh, a bird in South Africa. Oh, the pied starling, yes. Yes, he reminds me of Sam Eagle from (laughs) The Muppets. I I like that, yeah. Another one, He to me, he's like the grumpy cat version of a bird. (laughs) Yes, for (laughs) sure. If grumpy cat was a bird. For sure, yes. This would be Most definitely. Um, (laughs) You know, and what would crazy animal pictures be without some random gopher action like these gophers look like they're having the time of their life literally reenacting uh, a scene from dirty dancing you know it looks like <laughs> that's a good way looks to put like it, yeah. the one squirrel's about to to catch <laughs> to catch him overhead yeah yeah he seems a little mischievous too i feel like he's he's like debating should i catch this guy hmm. yes there's a dragonfly making the cutest smiley face I have ever seen. The dragonfly is probably my favorite of the bunch because, dude, honestly, this seems like it would be a scene right out of like a bug's life or something. Like, I was this dragonfly the same thing. Yes. is just great. And yeah, he even has like, it looks like he has his little beard. <laughs> yes. He's just a happy little guy. <laughs> He's just a happy little guy. He's totally like, it's cute. Just he, so, he it's just so, he definitely looks like a Pixar character. <laughs> he totally does. I mean, yeah. his eyes, they're so, they're just so cute. Oh my gosh. And then, uh, <laughs> Good News Network's number six pick <laughs> is this pigeon <laughs> who literally has like a leaf, like covering his face. I, I feel like this pigeon picture embodies, uh, I think, how all of us felt during 2020. <laughs> just like, just, I don't want to see anymore. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't want to see anymore. I don't want to deal with this. Just, nope, nope. He's not having it. It's so funny. Yeah. That's a Gosh. Good yeah. There's a couple really funny raccoon pictures. Uh, funny and cute. Lizards striking a pose. Uh, seal pups smiley and happy. Like, they're just, they're just yeah, too the, cute. <laughs> this, the seal pup one is funny, too, because it totally looks like he's just chuckling <laughs> his head off. <laughs> like someone just told him a funny joke and, yeah. Or he's listening to our podcast. Yeah. One of the two. Yep. And then if you go to the Comedy Wildlife Photo uh, website, you can see all of the finalists. And there's other photos there that, I mean, there's this funny monkey dancing that I think is super, super cute. There's kangaroos and penguins. Um, this little lizard guy. Who's... <laughs> I mean, they're just so funny. Um, <laughs> I, I I can't I can't stop <laughs> I can't stop smiling when I look at these. Oh, pictures. that's great! Yeah, if they you, if you need a good laugh, and who and who doesn't need a good laugh really these days? Uh, yeah, just carve out some time and check out all these pictures, all the submissions because they're so hilarious. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it's it's time well spent. You'll you'll definitely be in a better mood <laughs> after than you were before. Most definitely. And apparently, if you go to their website, um, you can help um, vote for the People's Choice Award. The People's Choice Award, they actually win a cool prize. They win a brand new iPad. 
So you have until, I think, October 22nd, if I read correctly. Well, the winner will be selected on October 22nd. So the voting for the People's Choice Award is open right now. So you can go and vote for your favorite picture um, and just, you know, help make it that photographer's day. I think I got to launch a campaign for the dragonfly. We need that dragonfly <laughs> picture to win. I, I need I need more of that guy in my life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. He, he's definitely cute. So anyways... That's my little bit of random hope that I have uh, for for today. It's amazing. It was amazing. And, I loved uh, it. It definitely brought a smile to my face. So, oh, likewise, uh, you can't help but just <laughs> laugh when you see these <laughs> pictures. You're definitely going to smile. That's for sure. Well, now that we're done with our hope, how about we move on to uh, sharing a little uh, recommendation before we take off today? Like we usually do, Chuck and I will share something that we enjoy and we think that you'll enjoy as well. Uh, So what do you have for us? So I'm going to continue my trend here as we move into the fall months of recommending something a little spooky, a little fun. Uh, This week I have a brand new Netflix film to recommend. Uh, It just dropped here recently and I, I was able to watch it tonight. It's called Night Books. This stars Kristen Ritter. If you're not familiar with her, she played uh, Jessica Jones in the Netflix Marvel series. But uh, here she stars as a witch. And I'm going to tell you right now, like her sense of style in this film is really, really interesting. Like there's a lot of fun outfits that she wears. Uh, It's very whimsical. So whoever witches go to for their uh, style advice. Yeah, clearly (laughs) this witch... (laughs) has the best because she has some rather interesting outfits. So it's definitely family friendly. Although I would say there's a couple like sort of intense, scary scenes that might not play for real young children. But for the most part, if you've watched uh, like Stranger Things or Goosebumps or, you know, something like that, you'll probably be fine with this film. It's not too scary. I absolutely love the visuals, like some of the locales they visit here. Uh, The story itself takes place within this like enchanted or cursed apartment, I guess, however you want to look at it. Uh, But this place, it's like this apartment kind of grows and becomes whatever it wants or needs to be. And there's a library here that I'm telling you, it would make the beast jealous because this library it, that was a Beauty and the Beast reference, by the way. Just <laughs> but this library is just enormous, and it's just, uh, it's just so visually appealing to me. Like if I had unlimited funds, like this is the type of library I would love to have. I'd probably never ever read every single book, but just knowing that I had that many books and a, a cool library like that would just be awesome. <laughs> So yeah, it's just a great family-friendly spooky film. And uh, yeah, I, I love that because I feel like we don't typically get enough spooky family entertainment, at least a content that both adults and children can enjoy together. Usually it's kind of on either end of the spectrum. This one, I think there's plenty for everyone to enjoy. And the good thing too is honestly, at its heart, it has a pretty good message. Like ultimately the film is about uh, embracing your inner weirdness and just you doing you. <laughs> nice. 
So I, I enjoyed it. So Night Books on Netflix, I think uh, it's a good watch, especially if you're looking for something fun and spooky to watch with the kids this season. Uh, it'll fit the bill. Cool. I'll have to add that to my watch list for sure. How about you? Uh, what recommendation do you have for us this week? Well, my recommendation is, uh, well, it's, it's a book and an Instagram for the author of the book. Um, so I read oh, okay. Clarity and Connection by Young Pueblo, which is the pen name for uh, a young man named Diego Perez. I started following him on Instagram. I feel like Instagram alone was like access to this really cool book because his posts are they're just so eloquent and thought provoking. And a lot of them have been from this latest book, actually, um, which is what it, it intrigued me to get the book. It's a sort of collection of poetry and short prose, these little blips and blurbs all about just kind of understanding how our past wounds impact our present, our present relationship specifically. I don't know. It's just been such a great read. I mean, if you're even a tiny bit interested in personal transformation, self-awareness and, and growing your self-awareness, um, if you think it's important to work on deepening your connection with others, like this book makes you think <laughs> deep and hard about all of those things um, and just ways to to make positive changes in those areas of your life. That's very cool because that's definitely something I, I could use more. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it, it just, it doesn't seem like work to read the book, but like you read a passage and then it, you have to like sit with it for a minute <laughs> and kind of process through it. And, <laughs> and that's, that's the, uh, I think the incredible part of this book, it's not just reading, reading his thoughts and, and the way that he um, is just so poetic and the way that he phrases things, but um, he phrases things in such a way that it really does get you to think about where you're at in these areas and ways that, that you can make changes that break it down and make it not seem so intimidating and scary, I guess is, is, the main thing. But yeah, it's not it's not a difficult read at all. It's it's difficult content in, in terms of like you actually internalizing it and working on the things that that he brings up. But incredible read. I think I paid less than nine bucks for the Kindle version on Amazon. It's available um, to order the paperback version, I believe is $14.99 at all of the usual book retail locations. And you can also just follow him on Instagram if you want and get a lot of the same kind of content from his Instagram posts, which I absolutely love. So that's my recommendation for you to check out young underscore Pueblo, Y-U-N-G, and uh, Clarity and Connection is his book. So there you go. I love it. That's a great recommendation. And uh, I'm going to check it out because, yeah, like I said, I could always use a little more self-introspection. All right. Well, I think that about does it for this episode. If you enjoyed your time with us, the best way to ensure you never miss a conversation is to subscribe and follow the podcast. You can find out how to do that at worldofhopes.com. And if you want a little extra dose of hope to help carry you through in between our episodes, you can find us on Instagram. We are at AWO Hopes, and we would love to connect with you 
read your stories of hope. So feel free to tag us and share stories of hope with us. Until then, take care. We'll see you soon. Bye. Uh, this week I have a Netflix film. Wow. A ne- <laughs> it's so scary that I can't even say it. <laughs> I've been bewitched. All right. Oh no, somebody cast a spell and he's broken. Fix it. <laughs> 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 <laughs>